Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Every Pokemon episode ever podcast is now on YouTube. Go on YouTube and search every Pokemon episode ever podcast and click that subscribe button to never miss an episode. Welcome back, everybody, to another fantastic episode of the Every Pokemon Episode Ever podcast. I am one of your hosts, Wrestling Chris G, and on the other line with me today is the sleepy one of the group. It's good old Dougie Fresh. Dougie man, how you doing? I'm coming off the wrong side of a come down. That's how I'm doing. <laughs> I feel like these episodes should have been reversed. I feel like we should have had this episode first and then the gym battle second. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I feel like you almost could do that, too. You could have. They could have easily have done it. Because you could have. the way that this episode ends. Yeah, because you could have ended it with. You could have ended it. You, you could have ended it where you ended it either way. Yes. Because it, it's a really good midpoint. So, but um, this week is episode six of season 14, and this is episode number 665. It's called Dreams by the Yardful, or translated from Japanese, Former Building Site of Dreams, Muna and Marsha, or uh, Masharna. Good Lord, that's a mouthful. Yeah, it is. If you couldn't tell it, I... I barely even got it out. <laughs> so um, that is this week's episode. Um, how are you doing, Doug? How, how are you doing? This is the second episode on a on a night where we're doing where we're recording two episodes. We're recording this on August twenty second. We're recording it on August twenty second. We are um, eighteen minutes away from it being August twenty third. You know, and I kind of alluded to this last week. This was kind of a an impromptu thing. Um, you kind of you kind of asked me. I think a couple of days ago, Friday. Yeah, you're like, how would you feel about doing Sunday? I was like, well, we got the wrestling show. Would you be okay with doing it after? And I was like, and you're like, yeah. What time would it be over? And I said about nine thirty. I was right. Um, so I texted you pretty much. As soon as I took care of a couple things and, you know, we got on here and I mean, we got going pretty much as soon as we usually get going. But, you know, to get a good quality episode, I mean, we were done and, you know, we the second episodes are usually quick turnarounds. So we were done yes. at like 1130 and it's like quarter till. So, I mean, you know, because you get into a groove, but, um, but you know, we're going to be done probably little after 1230 and then you know we're gonna get a day and then we're gonna be back at it on 
Tuesday. Tuesday is the is the going thought process now. Um, uh, we're going to be back in season two, which yes. I'm going to have to remember where we were. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to find out. I believe um, the Clefairy episode um, was the last episode that we reviewed. That feels about right. So I, I believe that was the last one. And if, it's, like, if, it's, if it's not that one, it's around there. Yes. And honestly, I think this episode is premiering maybe one or two weeks prior to that episode. Because we're, we're recorded up until October as of right now. So, yeah, let's keep this going, Doug. So, yeah. So we're on on the second one. You're not going to get... You're not going to get the half-hour wrestling chat that you got in the first one that you got last week. Um, so yeah, uh, let's let's dive right in. I would say. All right. Well, this episode premiered October twenty-first, two thousand ten, and in in Japan and in here in the states, it premiered March twelfth, two thousand eleven. So we're going to go with the American date, and I have the right date this week, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so um on this date in 2002 the animated film Ice Age directed by Chris Wedge and Carlos Saldana um with voices by Dennis Leary and John I should have just Leguizamo there you go I, I I couldn't say that um premiered for the first time so great great film my kids love the film um, also, on a side note, that um, the very first Hunger Games um, starring Jennifer Lawrence premiered on this same date in 2012 as well. Before she blew up. Yes. So it, it, it's good. I, I'm, I'm enjoying um, like looking at these dates and like just going over a lot of this stuff, Doug, because it just has me reminisce on a, on a lot of things that I have forgotten about. Like I'm a huge hunger games fan and that movie just that, that, that made miss Lawrence. It definitely did. Um, never saw hunger games. Ooh, that, that, I mean, I, I know you have a big backlog, but that's something to get into if you have um, an extra um, thing to watch once you get caught up on everything. Don't oh, I would, I'd probably read the books before I read the movie. But even that's far, far, far down the road. Okay. I'm a busy man. I, I, I know you are. <laughs> that, that's why I said whenever you get time. So, all right. Well, other than that, Doug, um, what is your your date this week? I'm um, going super recent with this one. Um, so on this day, uh, March 12th, 2020, the NHL is the latest league to announce that it is suspending its season due to the onset of the COVID-19 uh, pandemic. Oh man! Um, you remember course, that? Doug? Oh, absolutely. I think we were. I think we were. I think we were about to record an episode when um, I think I think we got on the day after the incident in Utah, where the where Rudy Gobert was revealed to have contracted it, and then the NBA was pausing its season and. 
Um, and they didn't want to. They they went down kicking and screaming, Doug. The NCAA was like, okay, no fans at the tournament because the tournament was like right around the corner. And then the next day they were like, fuck it all. We're not doing a tournament. And, you know, so, yeah. Um, but this is specifically about the NHL. Um, they came out the, the day after and they were like, we're, we're stopping ours. And then it got to a point where they were holding all their games in Canada and... Well, half in Canada and half in Florida. That's right, fucking Florida, yeah, fucking, because Florida never shut down. The NHL was just the next league to shut down, and we had no sports for a while, and then we had sports in... sad. It was very sad, and then we had sports in bubbles, and then, you know, now we're... Now we're back to full crowds. Um, For how long, we don't know. I was going to say, unfortunately, Delta's raging. Or they're talking about booster shots, which... And I was... Because it's yeah, like... They're eight, talking about another potential shutdown. I if, know. If, if, like, um, and and we're, we're, we're not going to go down a big rabbit hole with this, but... Um, because uh, you're listening to this in the future. But um, as of yesterday morning... Um, um, former President Donald Trump actually got booed at oh. one of his rallies. Mm. But yeah, he uh, he got booed at his most recent rally and uh, for telling people to go get the shot. And um, I mean, he ended up quieting down the audience, but I mean, at least he's on the, the side right now where he's telling people finally, go get this shot. Because he said, if you don't get this shot by fall, um, of this year, we're going to be back with another lockdown like we were last year. Yeah, well, he has no he has no fucking room to talk. He was sitting up there um, in March of last year saying, oh, this will be over by Easter. We'll be fine by Easter. Like, he... It, look, bro, if you haven't gotten the shot by now, you're not getting the fucking shot. Yeah. I mean, that's plain and simple. If you haven't gotten it by now, seeing all the shit that's gone down, and you thought, oh, I'll be all right. I can get through it. And now we're going to fucking, we're dealing with this Delta. And. Well, there's always going to be another coronavirus. Let's be real. Well, that's true, too. I mean, look, look at all the different strands of the flu that we had. So. And that never went away, by the way. Yeah. And it's going to get to the point where. You know, they're talking eight months for booster shots from when you originally got vaccinated. So for me, it would be February. Um, you know, and then it'll probably just be a regular thing. Oh, do you get your 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 flu and your in your COVID shot this year? Oh, shit. No, I got to schedule that. You know, and that sucks, but it's where we are because people are idiots and stubborn and. so so, all right but yeah um that was mine um doug yours no that was mine oh i mean i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm so i'm so sorry i'm i'm completely turned around right now (laughs) i blame Uh, trump oh stop it stop it doug (laughs) um all right (laughs) So with that being said, we're only a a few minutes into this episode, but we're about to get into this nice review. And 
Um, we'll try to make this episode at least an hour if we can, but something tells me it's going to be shy of that. Um, I, but I think we, so. I, I honestly do, because you can basically skip the first uh, 30 seconds, because it's just a recap of last week. Yep. So, um, so we go straight after the um, theme song, looking over at the Battle of Pansage and Ashwat, and Pansage is getting its solar beam ready um, to go and attack uh, Ashwat, and then he goes and he shoots it. Ash tells uh, Ashwat to deflect it, and he does. He, he, he takes he, the shell off of its body and deflects that solar beam. That that solar beam can't be that strong if it's being deflected by a shell. No, and but uh, you know the other question with that is how strong is that shell? Because yeah, it knocks um, Oshawa completely back, but that shell takes all that energy and shoots it up. Yes. So I have no idea. I mean, we saw a couple weeks ago, we saw the shell pop a balloon, which is more believable because you got to believe that the shell has sharp edges and it's just a hot air balloon. So, so yeah, we go straight from that. And um, what did we say his name was? Silen? Yeah. Silen um, sits there and congratulates Ash on deflecting that attack, and he gets really impressed. Yeah, he's got like, He's got like almost like stars in his eyes, and he's like, "Oh, you do have some spice in your repertoire," and that's something um, I didn't. Well, I picked up on it because I I was nauseated by it, but I didn't mention it last week. This dude heavy on the food puns and the food metaphors, talking about, "Oh, you gotta have the right pairing between trainer and Pokemon, and you gotta have spice in your in your move set. You gotta, you know, you gotta let the flavors dance and all this bullshit." <laughs> all this bullshit though. All this bullshit. <laughs> so alright. But um you want to go ahead and go over this next part um after Ash is being praised for deflecting the solar beam? Yes. So <clears throat> and Sage um goes back to it's like A one attack with bullet seed and Oshawat is using its shell like Captain America's shield and just kind of, you know, ping, 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 ping. And, you know, and he's, you know, basically being boss. And um, Ash says, okay, use that momentum into razor shell. And then, unfortunately, Oshawa kind of telegraphs it and um, Pan Sage has enough time to focus another bullet seed attack and knock the shell out of its hand. Yeah, I I felt bad. Bad how? Well, I felt bad for Oshawott, because Oshawott is just getting beamed while he's up in the air, thinking he's he's big and all boss, and just gets shot down, like, immediately. Gave him too much time to prepare. Yeah. It's It's like when Shawn Michaels is in the corner doing stomps for five minutes telegraphing that he's going to do the super kick. It's like, oh, and then we're surprised when somebody ducks it. That's like, true. Well, he was sitting there pounding the mat for an hour. <laughs> so, 
So yes, um, so Oshawott gets deflected down and the shell gets knocked out of his hand. It's it's next sitting next to Oshawott. Oshawott is on his back. Um, Oshawott seems like he's almost defeated, but he gets back up, runs over, and grabs his shell. Well, he attempts to grab his shell. He attempts to grab his shell. His shell. His shit. Fuck. His (laughs) His shell. shell. And he gets (laughs) beamed in the head by one final um, bullet seed shot. And he's on Loopy Street. Yes. And... Frickin' Silen says, oh, now it's time for the battle to be served. And all the girls basically are like, oh, my God, it's all he, he said the thing. And Iris is like, what in the hell does that mean? And like, oh, you'll see. And basically, it's not some big finishing move. It's basically Silen assessing Ash's skill and technique and um, pattern as a trainer. Yes. And to make a long speech short, he basically says Ash is a basic bitch. He does. (laughs) So it's at this point that... uh, that um, he tells Passage to use the rocks um, in a certain way to use his water gun attack, Doug. And from here, um, Ashwat does like a little ping, ping, pinball effect, like hitting all the corners of the rock to go and grab his shell or shoot his shell up into the air so he can go up and grab his shell to um, get his shell back. And then hit um, hit a razor shell on Pan Sage and knock him back and kind of Pan Sage is kind of sitting there with one eye shot going, mother fuck, that was clever. And um, Ash um uh, Ashwat comes charging in with um, razor shell. Pan Sage goes. Pan Sage comes charging with um, bite, and we have the the standard like anime like that. You can see that there's contact in the middle, and then we do we both do an anime pose with our backs to each other, and then you can see like um, Pan Sage is kind of starting to kind of the corners of its mouth are starting to raise and then Pansage just falls over with the with the knocked out eyes and you get you know Pansage is unable to battle and Ash after all of that and and using goddamn wacky physics with the with the water gun at the wall and all that Ash is finally victorious yes and it's at this point Ashwat um it, Ashwa just looks so proud of himself, and it's at the this one point, thing. The one thing I I was meant that would have just been the cherry on top of this moment was if Ashwa would have looked at his shell and done the thing in the westerns when the guy looks and he he blows the smoke out of the barrel and puts it back and put it back at his chest. That's the one thing, dude. 
the the ideas that we come up with when we're when we're listening or when we're doing this podcast because that 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 would have been a moment right there a little bit of smoke coming off the shell he just goes he just puts it anyway yep so his pokemon the three pokemon that he used in the battle are standing there at the at the ceremony and we see the badge and it's and it's a, a, a piece of gold and it's got three colored stones and it you know yep blue pink and green it's a trio badge trio badge yes and then ash does the whole i got a trio's badge and he shows it to the camera and to pig pikachu and oshawa jump into the frame pikachu has no reason to be in that shot i don't care whatever because pikachu lost his battle well, yeah, but if he'd have lo- if he'd have won his battle, we wouldn't have had the shining moment of Ashuat. Yeah, still. And then somewhere, P. Dub's going, "Well, fuck me, I guess." Yeah, for real. Because something was said um, last week when they were trying to pump up Ashuat. He's like, "You're one of my strongest Pokemon," and like I say, P. Dub's just sitting in his Pokeball, going, "I'm the one you didn't use. Fuck you. Go to you know." And even. Um, he forgets I, all about Padov. And Iris made the comment of, well, Padov would have given you an advantage over Pansage. But, you know, again, she's up in the catwalk. He can't really hear. <clears throat> but then he turns his attention to her. And he goes, well, I won, Iris, like I told you I would. And she basically kicks him right in the nuts. She goes, you realize you made it harder for yourself, right? Uh, I Iris is... Now that I know that she's twelve, she she's sitting there just acting all all of her age. I'm just gonna throw that out there. She's she's all of the age of twelve. But she's not wrong though, is the interesting thing. She's not. Because she also says, Well what if, imagine if you'd have lost you know, say you would have lost those two straight battles. After winning the first one, because he won the first one, he could have walked out. And he's like, all right, you're pissing me off. Well, he didn't say that, but I was thinking it. Um, He's like, I'm going to (laughs) battle you next. And she's like, well, really, look at your Pokemon. And then all of a sudden, (laughs) Oshawott's passed out at Ash's foot. And... Oshawa was was done after the second attack in the last episode where he was panting... Like, like he like he had just got punched in the stomach, and you know Pikachu and Pikachu and Tapig are kind of sitting there like they're not really in, in battle mode. But you know he's like, I'm gonna battle you, and then Silence like, all right, all right, take it outside. What do you think this is a Pokemon gym? <laughs> and so. that is all, almost immediately dropped. Because we go straight outside to Team Rocket at this abandoned part in Stryton City where they are on the lookout for this mysterious power that has been, uh, that they were told that is raging from this area. Yes, this is this is the location that they were tipped off from by Giovanni. <clears throat> we hit, And we just kind of see the wreckage of the area. And I mean... It's all it's all in, in crumbles. Yes, it is. And there's like a, there's one little 
puddle of water and so you know james is kind of looking around going this is the dream yard and meow said if you ask me it's a this is a pile of rubble and and jesse's like it's time to get down to business so james goes and opens up his briefcase which has a little mobilized like a little robot in there and from here um the as they're getting everything set up um they the ground starts to rumble and then you see a a nice little pink uh i would say i'd say energy field yeah like a nice little pink energy field like coming up and meowth i don't know who's doing meowth's voice but (laughs) meowth's voice is kind of annoying now because he's like he's like um, th- this is rumbling the rub the rubble that's all over here, and just the way he says it is completely like off putting. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, I I tracked it like within the second episode. I was like, oh, this is gonna suck. But yeah, I mean, you can really tell when he goes on like long speaking segments that someone else is doing that voice. Absolutely. And I think someone else at this point is doing Ash's voice too. If I'm going to be completely fair. Yeah, Ash and I think James as well. So I think this is when we've transitioned to the fact where these uh, that all of the actors have been. That's why I want to get Veronica Taylor on this podcast so she can kind of allude to when was her last episode. Right. Uh, of doing the Ash voice. Right. So. uh Again, if anyone out there can hear, please vouch for us and um, help us get her on this show. And I will continue to keep doing what I do as well to try to get her on here. But as as we see that the the energy is starting to permeate the area, we see what looks like an eye opening somewhere unseen and we see it it looks like a I mean to our untrained eye it just looks like a circle with a pink eye yes but this is when we find out that Muna um, a trainer on the on the Unova Island um is awoken by her Muna that's levitating, and it looks like Muna is having a nightmare. Like Muna is being affected by the the pink energy. Yes. And then we are thrown right back to a Pokemon Center where Ash is dropping off to Pig and Oshawott and presumably Pikachu, but it's not really Yes, Pikachu stated. is. Uh, let's, let's put this... Um, I'm gonna. Uh, <coughs> sorry. Um, this Nurse Joy looks completely different from all the other Nurse Joys, and we're gonna find out that the this Unova region, um, the Nurse Joys are different. Oh yeah, I mean we saw we saw one. Um, uh, the episode where Ash caught uh, Pidove, but we didn't really get like oh it's a different. Um, it's a different model for the Nurse Joy. Yes. Um, but this is like our first, t- and then we actually get a little bit into the 
the lore of the Unova region joys. Yes. Um, uh, this one has a has a blue check on the hat, a uh, uh, cross, blue cross, and um, good job, Doug. Good job. Uh, first thing I noticed, um, <laughs> and Ash goes, "Oh, we met at um, goddamn, what was that first town? What does he say?" Uh-huh. We met in Accumula Town, he says. Yes. And she goes, oh, you must be talking about my sister. And then that's when she pulls out the the, um, the, the photograph. And it's just, it's how many? I've, I've, I literally just paused it on the picture. It's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen of them. So that means we're going to be meeting all 14 Nurse Joys during this season of Pokemon. And she goes, oh, you must have, you were talking about my sister. And she points at her sister. And then she goes, that's my sister. And that's me. She's at the, she's at the top row. And uh, the, uh, the one we met in Accumulatown is in the middle row. And I said, well, that must explain it. <laughs> well, I mean, he's he's used to Nurse Joyce because this is what the 14th season. So, I mean, he he's gone through 14 seasons of Pokemon by knowing the the different Nurse Joys. And um, Ash is like, well, I'm and then she's like, well, did you have a Pokemon ba- or are you preparing for a Pokemon battle? And then we hear a, a voice behind everybody say, oh, it's already been done. Ash is already victorious. And we look and. Silent is just standing behind him like it's perfectly normal. Yes, he followed Ash to the Pokemon um center. And then, and then we get the who's that Pokemon of this week, and it is Audino. Yes, and at this point I'm going, ah shit. They they've they've broken the streak. Yeah, I, I, I could see you if you're watching this on your phone, just throwing your phone and then realizing, oh, Ardino's in this episode. It's like, wait, that's my phone. I need that. <laughs> Let me go get that. Um, <laughs> so right here, um, we we start this next um, half of the scene by seeing all of these trainers grooming their Pokemon. One trainer has a Sandile. Another one has a Pat Rat. And the pet rat's almost as big as she is. I'm 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 becoming a big big pet rat guy. You are? You like pet rat? Big pet rat guy over here. Don't All know right. why. Every time I see him, it's like, oh that's a cute little fella, isn't he? <laughs> they're annoying as hell in the Pokemon game. Are they? Oh dude, they they're 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 everywhere. They're like ratata. I was gonna say, yeah. So, all right. And so, Ash and Silen are sitting in a booth, and Silen's basically like, "Look, our battle was like an eye-opening experience to me because you you were doing stuff in that battle that you shouldn't have been able to do. I mean, could could you explain to me like?" you know, your thought process or how you're turning, you know, disadvantages into strengths and how you were winning battles when you clearly had the wrong Pokemon out there. And, and Ash is kind of blowing it off. Like, I, I just go out there and just 
just battle. We know Ash doesn't think. I mean, I mean yeah. you, made, you made a comment last week that Ash has this weird ability to adapt. Because you made the comment during the battle with um, Panseer and uh, Tapig. Yes. And, I mean, it's because he, he says, I, I just go out there and I just battle. I, I mean, I don't put too much thought to this. And freaking um, Silent is just leaning over the table, getting all up in Ash's face. And it's at this point that Ash is informed that his Pokemon at the Pokemon Center are all healed finally. And he goes, and he, oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah, he says, thank God. And he jumps off the table and just runs runs downstairs and there's Pikachu and the two Pokeballs. And then we pan up at, at the, uh, the gurney and we see this being pushed by Audino and I'm like, Oh, vindication. <laughs> yes. Audino is the chancy of this region. And I was like, Oh, and then do we get, we do get Dexter. Um, we find out that Audino is, The healing the he- Pokemon. The hear- hearing, hearing. Oh, hearing Pokemon. It says it can sense a Pokemon's overall health. Uh, condi- condition and health just by um, ju- or that that's a special that's its special ability. Just by like hearing it, like and haven't we had a similar Pokemon? I feel like. Maybe in like previous it. regions, like I mean, obviously without it at our fingertips, like, but I feel like there had to have been a hearing specific Pokemon, but who knows? And then so Adino walks away, and all, here comes Iris, who we haven't seen since uh, the gym, and she's got Axu in her arms, and Axu is glowing bright pink. Yes, it, he's sleeping. And my thing is, what we're about to find out in just a second, but doesn't um, Axu live inside of her hair? How the fuck did it get touched? Well, fair point, because in a few minutes, they put a hat on Pikachu and say, oh, that should be good enough. Yeah, exactly. Uh, (laughs) So I, you know, I mean, but this is... They they didn't cross their T's and dot their I's in this episode. Absolutely not. And they didn't plan on somebody being able to pause it and go back and scrutinize it. Well, this is only 2011, so this isn't. This is only 10 years ago. And then we get a trainer walking into the Pokemon Center who sees um, Axu is glowing bright pink, and she goes, "Luna, um, go and use Dream Eater," and. Luna goes over, uses Dream Eater, and basically, look, if you're thinking of an old like movie, basically like sucking the soul out of Axu. Oh, now wait a minute, sucking the dream. Let's not, you know, let's not get our wires crossed. But the way that they did the animation, it's like the soul is being sucked out of Axu. I mean, we know it's not, but I'm just trying to paint that image for people that are that are not watching this episode. Yeah, and, you know, I mean, this is airing in October in Japan, so maybe they're going, oh, shit, scary. October, Halloween. 
Dream Eater Pokemon, you know. For real. So But we in, find out that Axu is having a pleasant dream about evolving not just once, but all the way to its final form. And yes. um Iris looks at Axu and says, Is that what you were dreaming about? You were you were dreaming about evolving, and he's just happier than a pig and shit. So we know that at least one Pokemon on this Dagum show is focused on evolving and getting better. Yes, and so we have. Let's see. I'm 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 gonna go down all of the um, Pokemon that it e- that it evolves into. So we have Axu. And from Fraxu, we yeah. have Fracture. Fracture. And then we have um, Haxor or Haxorus. Yes. And, and all of the animations is just Axu just running in some random field, just evolving. It's just yeah. so, it's, it's so cute. It is. That, that was an innocent dream. It wasn't being chased by anything. It was like, I am going to. I'm going to keep getting better with my best friend Iris, and I'm going to eventually evolve, and I'm going to become the best Pokemon I can be. And it was just wholesome and fine and good. And yes. Axu was just happier to pig and shit. He says, yes, that's that's what I was dreaming about. That's what's going to happen. Give me an apple. <laughs> so at this point, um, Doug, um, you want to go over this next scene? Cause we get introduced to who this lady is. Yes. And I immediately thought of you because this woman is revealed to be Dr. Fennel, not professor. <laughs> Fennel. <laughs> of course it is. Doug. Of and course. I, I immediately thought of you cause I was like, Oh, how many times did you say, uh, professor Dr. or Dr. Dr. Juniper? <laughs> Oh, what's her so, name one more time? Doctor? Her name is Dr. Fennel. Fennel. Okay, and I'm, I'm never going to get that right. And she specializes in dream research, which would explain why she is so close with her. Is it Luna or Muna? Muna. Okay, M-U-N-N-A. Yeah. So, and, oh, I'm sorry. And basically, she's like, you know, I, I focus on dream energy and you know kind of getting to know that side of things and then we we go to a shot of the city and it's just being overtaken by this pink mist yes and um they think that it's coming from a pokemon called musherna which is the evolved form form of muna yes so um let, let let's take a step back here for a second. So Team Rocket before this episode knew that this stuff was going on. So it seems like this is something normal that has been happening at least for the past few days in this city. To me. Uh now see, I had a different reading of it. I didn't think that this happened until Team Rocket started monkeying around in that kind of abandoned kind of rundown area. Well, they didn't even do anything. They were just getting ready to set up camp. Oh, that's that's true. But I feel like, yeah. Because I mean, as soon as right. the robot came out of the thing, everything started gro- glowing pink while they were out there. That's a, they, 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 they had they hadn't at, at that moment. They hadn't touched anything. 
When you're right, you're right. That's a fair point. <laughs> so, um, at this point, um, they're they're talking about Musherna and how it's a basically a dream Pokemon. How um, has all the same um, stuff that um, Muna basically has, just a lot stronger. And they're trying to figure out what's going on here. So they step outside, and there's a bunch of pink flakes like snow falling from the sky. And when it touches a Pokemon's skin, it immediately makes that Pokemon go to sleep. Right. So then we get an Officer Jenny sighting, which I believe is the first one in Unipa. Yeah. And different looking, too. Radically different. Yes. I mean, Officer Jenny in this region has short aqua green hair and um, uh, a tan uniform. And yeah, I mean, just just everything all different, completely different. And she basically says everybody needs to return their Pokemon to their Pokeballs immediately so they can avoid, you know, like you said, the pink dust, the pink snowflakes. And then, and, Pikachu, and then Ash is like, well, this is where we have a problem because my Pikachu doesn't do Pokeballs. And everybody gets stunned. And then it's at that moment that they take the hat off of Ash and put it on Pikachu and say, that'll do. But where the hell does Iris get off? Because fucking Axu is just hanging out in her hair. Yeah, but that's true. I mean, did, did we not just heal her Pokemon with the Muna? Right. Dream Eater. So, so I, I don't know. I mean, maybe Axu um, peeked out of the hair and a piece of the snowflake got on top of him. And then it, it immediately made him go to sleep. Needed to restock his apple stash. So, and this whole time that they've been outside, you're telling me Pikachu didn't get hit by one of these little specks. But again, it's a kid's show, so. Yeah. And then Dr. Fennel says that um, Muna and and these little flakes are attracted to each other, and we can kind of see parts of Muna are glowing, but obviously she's not as affected. So obviously she doesn't have to be part of the Pokeball edict. And then Doctor Fennel says this would all be traced back to the Dream Yard. So, um, and Nurse Joy is sitting there. Explaining all of that, they get into the car with Officer Jenny, and they're all in the backseat. Where does, does Officer Jenny get off bringing these kids to this to this site? Or is it all because silence with them and he's the gym leader of this town? <laughs> they're only doing it because the show, they still got a, they still got eight minutes they got to fill, or well, seven minutes. And they say, well, if we leave you here, the episode's only 13 minutes long, and that's just not long enough. <laughs> so they're all in a car. It's, you know, Dr. Fennel's up front. Obviously, Officer Jenny's driving, and the, and the our trio's in the back. And uh, this is when Silas... Silas. Yeah, him. <laughs> He's talking about the explosion from a couple of years back. And he says, oh, everybody's always talking about it. And uh, Dr. Fennel's like, yeah, that area is kind of in, in ruins ever since. 
And they also talk about that Musherna um, used to be over there too, but um, Musherna has not been seen ever since the explosion, that they think she was taken. And um, uh, all this energy could be coming from her as a call for help. Yes. And, um, you know, we get kind of flashbacks from Fennel's point of view. And then we see that a rogue group has tried to, has been attempting to get in control of the dream yard ever since. I mean, and they're presented like shadowy. Um, I, I got kind of Team Rocket vibes, but not quite because I didn't see fucking giant R's on their chest. Yes. Um, so. And they basically stole. They stole Musherna. And then because of that, Musherna absorbed their greedy energy and was kind of in a in a sense corrupted by the by by these people that kind of broke in by lack of a better sense. And then we go straight from that to um the ruins where they where our trio well I'm gonna call them the trio now foreshadowing a little bit with uh, with the doctor and Officer Jenny are sitting or they're now all standing in the middle of this ruins and they find team rocket and team rocket goes over their, their brand new spear or, um, their brand new, um, slogan. I don't like it. I don't like it either. Still don't like it. And And, I mean, I, I know they kind of, they, they probably had to switch it up a little bit. Um, cause you can't do the same spiel for 14 seasons. Cause what, then what are you paying these voice actors for? Just copy and paste the, the slogan and just copy and paste here. And if they get cut off, just cut the speech off at this point. I don't know. And so basically Jesse's talking about being the white knight and James is talking about being the black energy and, Meowth is talking about being all wise and knowledgeable. And that they're the team of Team Rocket, which is kind of weird. I, d- I, I will say, I think the new R is kind of growing on me a little bit. Oh, it, it, it's been. I love the new R. I just don't like this new spiel that they that they do. And it feels like they kind of switch it up week by week. It's not the exact same spiel every single week. Uh, but I, I, I still don't like it. No, absolutely not. So basically, Officer Jenny's kind of surprised. She's like, what's a Kanto region group doing over in Unova? And James is like, we're going to collect the sleeping energy and help, and, <coughs> and help and us build towards the our, best Pokemon. Yeah, build the best Pokemon army to take over. The Kind of like what they said to Giovanni earlier. Because Giovanni is like, what's our main focus? And they were like, to build the greatest Pokemon army and take over the world and all the, you know, pinky in the brain shit. So, and at this point, um, everyone's kind of caught off guard because lightning starts striking this this region where all the rubble is. And 
Meowth is like, what's this? And everyone's looking around, and now everybody's glowing pink again. Because hated of, this. Because everybody, I mean, everything is all pink around this area now. You hated this? Hated this. Why? Fucked me up. Why? I just, because you're not expecting to be slapped in the face by a, a pink hue for the final four minutes of the episode, basically. True. So, let's see. So, it's at this point, um, Team Rock is trying to think up a plan. Meowth is like, we, we need to gather up the rest of this uh, pink energy and get out and basically hightail it out of here. How is Meowth still still awake? Absolutely. That that was something that hit me immediately. I was like, right. So, he, I mean, is he protected by his charm? Because if he's protected by his charm, that's bullshit. And I mean, not even just the charm, but um, like you have all of this. I mean, maybe it's because of their where they're at. There's a higher pink dome around them. Maybe that is saving them from going to sleep as well. I have no idea. Maybe because they're around the place that's like the epicenter, maybe, and this is going to sound weird, but maybe they're not as highly affected as they would be if they were further out. I don't know. I don't know. That 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 part wasn't explained. And then, but, uh, so, but the doctor is screaming out for Mishurna, who we find out is her old Pokemon. Yes. And uh, Mishurna basically kind of materializes in front of them. And, you know, she's got um, the, <clears throat> pardon me, the doctor's kind of got tears in her eyes. Um, Moon is happy. And. Um, Mushurna basically used teleport to come yes. over to this area. But at this point, when the doctor's running over to Mushurna, Mushurna spits out uh, some type of attack. To stop um, the doctor from coming over to her. Well, no, it's oh, it's, the, it, it's it's the machine that Team Rocket was building earlier. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. I I I I, comp- I was looking at it um, frame by frame and saw the light come. It's the pink hue. The pink yeah. hue fucks you up. The the um, pink hue made it seem like it was coming from Mershina, but it wasn't. So yeah, well, and it's kind of a two pronged attack kind of thing because there's one one half is shooting out a laser to deter anybody from getting closer and then another half is shooting out a pink uh, a pink god damn it a green beam that grabs Muserna and team rockets like Muserna is now a permanent member of team rocket yes and pikachu is getting ready to go in and use bolt tackle um to kill this machine but pikachu then ends up getting zapped in the middle of it, trying to go over and attack this machine. Yeah, and um, uh, Dr. Uh, Fennel tells Muna to use Psychic and completely just wrecks the machine. Just didn't, it doesn't even break a sweat. So what the hell did Ash send Pikachu out for? And Pikachu then at that point tackles the machine after it's already been crushed and the pink, uh, the pinkness goes away. It's Thankfully. completely gone. Thankfully. So then, you know, Jessie's frustrated. So she throws out Woobat to use Gust 
and then they're to gone. to kick up um a, a bit of a dust storm and then like you said it's like a magic trick they're completely gone freaking um team rocket has learned in these past we, we haven't had a, a team rocket is blasting off this season yet no even the one where they're um a hot air balloon crash they fucking use like um wind sails or the gliders or whatever the fuck yeah so they they so far this season they have learned from their ways six episodes in and we have not had a team rocket is blasting off again yeah we don't don't get that we get the freaking we get this weird motto every time we see him it's just i team rocket needs to go back to the drawing board (laughs) <laughs> you don't like it not at all oh um the doctor walks over to Mushurna. we find out that Mushurna um is back to being good um it has not been poisoned um its mind has not been poisoned anymore and um uh, muna is happy as all get out to see Mushurna again and the uh Officer Jenny walks over and says, well, I would say this case is closed. And then we pan up to the sky, and then I'm guessing by the rip, I'm guessing we take one final commercial break. And we're back, and we see Giovanni come on screen and say the Team Rocket has completed their mission, which is ridiculous because did they Maybe. Though? Well, maybe they got the research that they needed and they sent it over to Giovanni. This is what happened when we were there. No, we didn't get any Pokemon, but this is the data we've collected. And, well, yeah, that's because he does say, you know, the, the the energy, the information that you gathered has been sent back to base. Yes. And then this is where Jesse kind of asked a follow up question. She's like, what about the sleep energy? And it's oh, don't worry about that. That's above your pay grade. And, you know, be ready if I call again. So kind of like you said, they must be higher up on the pecking order than they were when we left them in season two. Yes. And right right now I'm I'm a season and a half behind of this. So hopefully I'm about to find get get some questions answered and I'll be able to come back on this podcast and tell all of you. But as of right now, as it stands, um, we go straight from that to a scene outside of um, the Stryton City gym. And Silent is talking to his two brothers, saying that he's about to go out on an adventure um, to basically research some Pokemon. And he says, he basically says what he said to Ash. That battle that he had with Ash opened his eyes, and he's going to go learn about combinations and flavors and pairings and spice and dumb food stuff. Yes. He's like, I want to be the best Pokemon connoisseur I can be. And he asks Ash if he can go and um, travel with him on his journey. Iris still hasn't established that she is traveling with Ash, but um, Silent basically says, why don't we all go together and we can all become better trainers by just being around each other? And Iris then agrees. So now Ash has a trio with him again. And then, you know, because we find out that Silent wants to be the, the greatest Pokemon connoisseur. And Ash obviously wants to be a Pokemon master. 
and Ash straight up asked Iris, like, what are you, what are you, what exactly are you traveling for? And she goes, it's a secret. And she runs away. And so I have a feeling we're going to get some big thing with her later on this season as well. So. And as we leave this episode, we find out that we're heading towards Nacarine City and the Nacarine Gym. Because that's yeah. next on the checklist. So that is the end of this week's episode. Dougie, my man, what, what, what do you give this episode this week? Two and a half. Oh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give it another three this week. Got, got, a, little, got a little tedious. It, it did, but um, there was progression. Uh, we now have established that Iris and Silent are both going to be traveling <clears throat> with Ash. Uh, we learned about Muna and Musherna this week, and um, we found out the doctor. We found we found out more information about the Nurse Joy and Officer Jenny's of this town. So I'm going to give it a solid three. Um, I, I again, I stand by this episode should have been before last week's episode, and we should have ended this with. The gym battle, which would make sense for Silent to say, okay, this opened my eyes a lot. I want to go travel with you guys. Uh, very true. Very, and, and yeah, because he could have been the last battle again, and you oh shit, he really, he really won, and even though he had no business winning, because he beat me with a water type, for God's sake. Exactly, and you could have ended last week's episode with Ash winning his first battle, but now has two extra battles to do. Like I said, I would have flip-flopped these. But, right. But again, um, but yeah, that's where I stand. I'm going to give it a three. And it is now, it is 1240. It's late at night. I have to get upstairs and get ready for bed soon. It's not and late I at ha- night. It's early in the morning. It's early in the morning. It's still nighttime. Um, I'm going to open up this Pokemon pack. So let's go ahead and get this open. Alright, pull these cards out. Oh shit. Another black card. Ah, so, damn. so this looks like it's gonna be another dud pack. Um Doug, what um energy am I looking at? Or not water. At water? It's a fire this week. Ah shit. So alright, so we got fire and impact energy. What is this one? This card can only be attached to a single strike Pokemon. If this card is attached to any other Pokemon than a single strike Pokemon, discard this card. As long as this card is attached to a Pokemon, it provides every energy um, type, but provides only one energy at a time. This Pokemon card is attached to can't be poisoned. If it's already poisoned, it is recovered from its special condition. Okay. I got a path to the peak. I have another drizzle. I had a drizzle last week. I got a diglet, a gullet, a deerling, a sneasel, a garlarian farfetched. Um, my reverse hollow this week is a venipede, and I got a tarina um, um, is um, the rare of this pack, and it's a non-hollow. So, yes, another dud pack. This week we can't win them all, Doug. We can't. Apparently win not. But you're kind of on a on a two week down streak, so you're due some stuff. Yeah, I'm hoping that this upcoming Tuesday, um, I can I can pull some decent cards. But yeah, 
two two straight weeks, um, two dud packs. So we will see what we end up getting next week. So, Doug, do you have anything else to add for this week? No, I'm I'm very interested to get, and this is funny saying this because this isn't going to mean anything to these people listening to this. But I'm very interested. Interested? Fuck me. Interested to get. It's late. Um, <laughs> interested to get back to season two and see like if I'm thrown off or if I'm if I if I fall back into the groove easily. I'll be interested to to kind of see what the trade off is after six episodes of black and white. Gotcha. Okay. Well, yeah, I, 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 I fully, yeah, I think you're going to feel like I feel Doug. Um, when I watch things like in advance and go back and, and rewatch the original Canto episodes, it's, it's, it's a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you, you sit here and you're like, okay, the animation's different. They do this. The coloring is different, and you, you'll feel it. But um, you'll it'll become a new normal to you. So, but all right. Well, if you have nothing else to say, Doug, go ahead and give your goodbye, Doug. Goodbye, Doug. And this is Wrestling Chris G telling everybody out there that next week we get a Snivy episode outside of the Tobagan Oshawott. Uh, a couple episodes apart. So don't miss next week's episode because it's a doozy and we will see you on the flip side. Have a good night, everyone.